Good evening, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us for another Give and Go podcast. Uh, rainy day, I guess, better in the snow from last weekend. Um, today we have a special guest, uh, last week's Broad Street Player of the Week, Julia Corsentino. Julia, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on this. No, we appreciate, you know, your first player joining us. Um, you know, we had a couple coaches on and, uh, you know, we like mixing it up. And, uh, you know, you had an unbelievable couple weeks. Uh, you know, Rumson turned it around. I guess we could start with that. Then we go to the background, right? Doug, you think that would be good? Yeah, start that's with this, Start yeah. with this season. Um, you know, Dave, Coach Callahan, you know, very tough schedule. Um, the first question I want to ask, do you think, you know, scheduling stuff, such tough, tough games that even, you know, outside the division, uh, better prepare your team, you know, come postseason? Yeah, I mean, like, when we first saw our schedule, like, uh, my team didn't even, like, we weren't like, oh, this is so tough. Like, we just like to um, pick up any competition we can because, in my opinion, I would rather, like, play hard and leave it all on the court than just, like, have a blowout game. So I'm thinking that that helped us in the long run, thinking that, like, we, like, took that and used it as our motivation to like win every game we could. And then it really paid off like in these games that really count. So I, with the hard scheduling, I think it was sort of benefit. So I was really happy about that. Was there any panic to, you know, you know, you started off, I don't have the record in front of me, but you know. It, you, yeah, you, we were two and seven. Yeah. Was there any panic? Um, I mean, even though you, you, you know, Everybody that looks at the schedule knows it was a brutal schedule, but was there any panic in the locker room? I mean, definitely after um, when we lost to Randy and Trinity, I think that was one of the toughest roadblocks or like ever for us. Like as captains, we came together after and we were just like distraught, like the locker room was silent and um, we could have given up right there. But the captains, we decided to just come together and be like, we need a plan and we were like, we can't just keep being negative. So we showed like the younger girls, like we came to practice the next day with a strict schedule and we just flipped it around right then. And since then we really just improved like our attitudes, the way we played and our, our chemistry even. So it was great. What was, uh, what was Coach Callahan's message to you guys when you started two and seven? I mean, Coach Callahan was obviously like, he was very upset, but like not with us and not like, like being down on us, he was more like, he knows what we were capable of. And he knows he needed to just like push us in that direction to like even further us. Um, so I feel like basically like in practice and games, he kind of just was like, kept telling us like, we just need to leave it all on the court. We have nothing to lose. Who cares about our record? And we're going to show them. And we did. So I'm, he was really great about it. Yeah, that was some, you know, like you said, two and seven, and now you're above 500 um, after yesterday's uh, victory. Um, to go back, you know, first, how old were you when you first started playing basketball? I've been playing, like, ever since I can remember, like, ever since, like, maybe when I was, like, three or two, or like, even, like, yeah, around then. I was always playing. Um, did you play any other sports? Yeah, I used to be a four sport athlete until eighth grade. And then I cut it down to soccer and basketball. And then finally freshman year, I was like, it's too much with um, training and stuff. So I just stopped soccer in freshman year. So now I'm just into basketball, but I did golf 
I did tennis, I did lacrosse, I did it all. So it was really fun. Yeah, it's uh, our type of athlete, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every, every sport. You were you on you were on the soccer team, right, as a freshman? Yes, yeah. I was on JV. I wasn't on varsity, but I was, yeah, I was on the JV RFH team for soccer. Uh, no, did you ever do softball? I did it when I was like really young, but I never really loved it because I just too, felt like it was too, too much standing around for me. <laughs> soccer players that's, and basketball players always it. give that answer. Yeah. Always give that answer when it comes that to was, softball. Because I was Morgan's also thing. midfield in soccer, just ne- didn't stop running. So <laughs> that that is the popular yep. popular answer. Um, yeah, Doug, you could just jump in if you any questions. You yeah, have. no, that's good. Yeah, go ahead. Um. So, who do you remember who your first like uh, AAU or club club coach was? Yes, I I don't know if it's still named. Oh, do you know T- Team Miller was my first ever okay. AAU team? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No and team. I actually went to a game, and we didn't even have uniform, and they gave us this uniform that was like a size large, and it went down to my feet, <laughs> and I was a fourth grader playing with like sixth graders. And that was basically my first experience playing AU. Who was the coach? Was it a... Her name was Crystal. That's all I remember. Okay. I was so young. Like, I was, like, really little. Um, so so you played a lot of sports. What was it about basketball that made you decide to just stick with basketball? Honestly, like, when I would go to soccer practices or, like, other practices, I was never, like... I, I was always excited to play, but it was never like I really loved going. Like basketball practice was the only thing that I was like, oh, I really love it. Like in the scrimmages, even like, and I'm I'm really competitive as it is, but like I never want to lose like a three on three or like anything. I just think it's such a fun sport because it's co- continuous, and I just find it so much fun to just like be scoring and working with your team the whole time, which I think I, is really I, fun. It's a good answer. I I love basketball because. You know, it, it exposes you because there's nowhere to hide on the basketball court. You know, yeah. there's 11 girls on a soccer field and nine girls on a softball field, but there's only five on a basketball court. And if, if you don't work hard, you're going to get exposed. And that's that's what I love about basketball. So, yeah, your answer was good. I like that. Thank you. Um, you're you're currently, uh, you know, Team Rio switching over. You know, they're switching to the to the gems name. Uh, coach is Coach Coyle and Lenny are your coaches? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think it's Shannon's my coaches here. Coach okay. Coyle. How you know? So you've been with Rio for a couple AAU seasons, right? Now? Yeah, I switched from the Bells to um, Rio my sophomore year. So I okay. I was my second season with them this this year. So you switched right in the middle of COVID. Yeah, so I w- that was, like, really hard for me to switch over at that time, but it ended up working out for me, so that was pretty good. And, yeah. How has, uh, you know, Coach Coyle, you know, and, and Lenny, you know, and the, the Team Rio group, uh, you know, help you improve your game? Um, I definitely feel like when I joined Rio, um, like, Coach Lenny really gave me a chance to, like, she kind of was like, you have to be our point guard this year. And, like, I kind of – like I played point guard before, but never really like exactly point guard. And it was great to like expand what I could do because I'm already a shooting guard, but like learning how to play point guard really expanded my game. And, you know, and the Under Armour, like 
tournaments, it's always pressing up in your face. So <laughs> it really helps me like know how to control the ball. What, uh, what would you say is your greatest strength as a basketball player? And what would you say, I don't want to say weakness because I've seen you play, you don't have too many weaknesses, but what's one thing that you think you can improve on um, going into your senior year and then going to play in college? Um, I definitely feel like one of my strengths is um, like if we need a basket, I'll either get fouled, take it to the hoop or get a three. And I've worked on my shots so much. So I feel like um, I can get it off quick in some situations, but I definitely have some weaknesses where um, I feel like my health defense could be better and like on ball. And I can definitely improve in that, even though I've, I've improved in it this year already, but I feel like just like staying with my defender, like full court, like if they were dribbling up, I have to like stay with them the whole time and like forcing people to their left hands and stuff. Just like more awareness on defense. In two years doing this, I don't think anybody's ever said help defense. No, <laughs> you know, they, like they always say on the ball defense. I'm that, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. You know, no, nobody ever says the help defense. They always say, you it, know, it really is. It's a lost art, though. You don't see yeah. many girls that are very good on on weak side defense, and yeah. and uh, you know, it it's when when somebody is good at it, you notice it. So that's a good thing to work on because it's a thing that coaches notice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we notice it, you know, you know, certain players that, you know, sell at that, you know, definitely. And, you know, it's definitely a plus. Um, I want to talk about a couple of players that you've played with at Rumson and, you know, that helps you along the way. You know, you were a freshman when Paige was on the team, right? You were, were yeah, a freshman. Yeah, Paige Slavin was a senior when she, I was a freshman coming in. How did she, you know – help you, you know, because Paige, you know, good leader, um, you know, a very good point guard. Uh, how did, you know, your incoming freshman, I know it could be a little intimidating, you know, coming in as a, as, as a freshman and, you know, you, you start, I, I don't know, how you started a lot of varsity. I don't know if you, you might have started every game as a freshman. I'm not sure. I don't, you know, I don't have that in front of me, but I know you did start a lot as a freshman. So right there is additional pressure because, you know, Rumson's always up there, you know, top five in, in the shore. How did, you know, Paige help you at, did if, or if she, you know, helped you at all, you know, feel comfortable as, you know, she, her, her being one of the team leaders? So Paige, actually, that was her first year coming yes. from Donovan. So she, um, she was new as with us freshmen. We all came together new and she kind of just made us feel like um, we were already friends. And I feel like that was so much easier to play with her. And I feel like in the practices, she set the tone as like, point guard already so she's a great leader already knew how to give us direction without being mean and then always found us like for our open shots like she could drive and get her own shots but also like create space which yeah. I think makes a great point guard so I feel like just playing under her and especially her as a point guard it just taught me like the roads to like becoming a player like having the right mindset going into a game and stuff and you know I played when I played basketball I wasn't that good but I played point guard and trust me, as a point guard they appreciate when the shooters and the scorers recognize that they you know they're able to create the space to get you know to get you open the next player obviously you know I want to talk Grace you know just you know recently graduated how did she help you she really took me under her wing like I feel like with me and Grace it was like if she's going to a training, I came in her car, we went, and she didn't treat me like I was younger. I was just her speed. And as 
training, she would treat me like I was anyone else. Like she didn't care if I was younger. She taught me how to be tough, how to like become a great player and really just taught me how to just be like the overall word. I think from grace is just toughness because she didn't, she's just a great player all around. Everyone has everyone seen, but she really teaches someone how to like become a good high school player and college and never wanted to not challenge me. So I appreciate that so much from her. Yeah. She's the type of player that did it all on, on the court. The really did. I remember one game, I think it was, we were playing RBR last, last year and she had like 30 points in like the third quarter and got every rebound. It was just so great. I think that was the game. Uh, Shore Network was streaming, wasn't that yeah, like the, fir- the first game of the season? Yeah, I think yes, it was. <laughs> which was good for her because she, you know she was battling the injury the year, you know, the injuries the year before. So her coming out that year, no, that that first game. Yeah. Uh, you have- Rom- Romson has such a winning tradition. There's been so many players that have, like Kate Miller, I remember one of the best players I've ever seen play. Um, the High Dukes and all the players that. Um, Nick mentioned, um, do you feel a responsibility to, to keep on with that winning tradition and pass it on to the younger players that are coming into the program now? I definitely do because I feel like um, just as you come into Rumson, it's like even like when you come as a seventh grader at like summer little camps, Coach Gal, he sets a tone to the whole t- like culture. He's like, guys, like we're here, we're going to play our hearts out. and win under all circumstances and that's how I feel like everyone has carried it down for us and our leaders from the past have shown us that too and we are so prepared for games that I feel like when we play our hardest like I just feel like we'll win so that's it's great for us I feel like uh I had another question to pass that down for all the girls coming yeah, what I like to ask this question. I usually, you know, ask it towards the end. What is something that you want to, you know, something that you know that you want to pass down to the, you know, freshman? I mean, you're a junior, but you know, you're definitely a team leader. Um, the, the freshmen that are there and the freshmen that will be coming in next season. I think that, um, like, I love when like the younger girls ask questions or like when like they talk on the court. And just helping out other teammates, I feel like is just the most important aspect of a team. Because if you're like constantly cutting on each other, like yelling on the court, then you can't be together. So I feel like just like being there for your teammates and just always talking on offense and especially defense is just what makes a team great. So. I mean, me and Dave, have, I mean, me and Doug have talked about that previous podcast about team, you know, fighting on the court, you know, arguing, you know, there's a, you know, there's a place to address it, you know, the, the, the locker room and, you know, and it does, you know, it affects, you know, team morale when you, you do, you know, you start getting on each other's cases on the court and, you know, everybody sees it, not, you know, not just the players and the coach. Um, you want to do round robin, Doug, or you got, you got more? No, yeah, that, that's fine. Okay. Good. We, you want to just – we'll go back and forth? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you go first. You go first. All right. You have your AirPods in before the game. What's one song that pumps you up pregame? Okay. I have to get my album music out because I always <laughs> hear this question because I actually am the team – like, I play the songs, like, for pregame if you ever came to a Rumson game, but I love, like, Pitbull – 
I love like all like pump up songs like that. But this year, this season, we've been playing this song called Dreamlight by um, Pitbull. And it's so good. We'll have to check that out. You have to. By the way, the song, the, the playlist. Rihanna. That... Rihanna's the best. I love her too. Rihanna. The playlist at RBR was awful yesterday before the game. Really? Yeah. If you come to our game, our playlist before the game is really good. It was it was so bad. JT actually like I'm in the stands and JT texted me. He's like, "Do you love you like you like my playlist?" I was like, "Please tell me this isn't yours because this is awful." Yeah. Um, what's your favorite TV show? Um, I love Grey's Anatomy. I know it's really basic, but I liked it since like sixth grade before everyone else, it became a trend. So I liked it ever since. <laughs> Who's your favorite athlete? Friends. Friends. Everybody yeah. likes friends. <laughs> yeah. My favorite character on Grey's would have to be I'm thinking Derek or Christina. Yeah, I stopped watching when Derek died. Yeah, I don't like it after that, but <laughs> Yeah. Who's your favorite who's your favorite athlete? Athlete? Um, I would have to say um Female, I would say Serena Williams, I feel like is so inspiring. I just feel like she's so passionate about what she does. And even like though I watched her when I was younger, I just feel like she like set a tone to like, just like work hard in everything you do. And then I obviously love Michael Jordan because I watched his, his like documentary. I thought he was like really inspiring too. So since you brought him up, Jordan or LeBron? I'm thinking Jordan. Good, smart, smart choice. Yeah. Good answer. I like that. Uh, um, who's your favorite college basketball team? Um, for girls, I always loved um, growing up even South Carolina and UConn. But for men's, I love Villanova men's basketball because I grew up watching that. Uh -huh. Yes, Nova Nation. <laughs> My mom went there, so we grew up like, watching all the games and stuff. And I remember watching it, the finals against UNC and yeah. the buzzer beater. And just like, I was so into the game, even at that age. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, favorite movie? Um, I'd have to say Legally Blonde. That's that's like my age stuff right there. Yeah, I love shows <laughs> like that. <laughs> Um, who's your favorite musician? Um, Rihanna and no. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Yes. Um, I'm going to switch it over to school. What's your favorite school subject? Um, I like English is better. I like, that's fine. I think English is okay. And, uh, I would have to say gym because I get to shoot during gym. <laughs> I think I took four gym classes my senior year. Yeah, my senior year, I'm hoping to take some <laughs> it's fun. A, it's that. great St. Rose education. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't going to take art, so I just kept looking. Yeah, and I had, all, I had all my classes. Art freshman year, I took ceramics. It's not the best class for me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, athletes don't we, don't, we don't do art. It's, it's yeah, gym, gym class. I did virtual ceramics. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I just know I want to be something with like helping athletes, but I don't know what it is yet. I'm not gonna say like 
oh, a physical therapist or like a doctor because I don't know yet. But I know when I went to this, like this place called Ripped, they, they had this section where they would help like the recovering athletes. And I feel like they would just help them out so much. Like the physical therapist would put them through like um, routines. And I just thought that was really nice. I have to say that Rip Place has influenced a lot of, you know, athlete, yes. you, you know, kids your age, because I know they help, you know, everybody, you know, especially from, you know, the rumps in, you know, th that area, Tim Falls, they, everyone, everyone, go, well, even, you know, the freehold, you know, I know soccer players from freehold that go there. So they've influenced a lot of people that wanted to get into the physical therapy. Yeah. You know? um, so that's important. Um, I got a college what what type of school or are you looking for in college and you know take the sports out of it to take the sports out of it like you know look does location matter size um you know um, obviously for me i feel like like you mentioned an important part like take the basketball point out of it like you have to look at the school itself because you Good. are spending the next four years there um yeah. i'm thinking just like that's a great the, answer right there yeah like the location obviously is important. Like I like, I don't think, I think just like any school, I feel like where I get that feeling, do you know like what I mean? Just like when you're there, you're like, I just, love this school. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's been a lot of schools where I felt like that. And it's just based on like the community and how you feel when you fit in there. And not even like small or big, I think just like how mm -hmm. you feel when you're there. That's a great answer. Cause I don't yeah. think, you know, just looking at the transfer portal every year, you know, and, and I'm not just talking basketball, other sports too. I think people are too tied into, you know, the sports aspect and, you know, yeah, your yeah, answer, yeah. your answer is perfect. You know, you know, you know, it's supposed to be your home for your next four years. And, you know, it's the main thing is to help you, you know, set yourself up for, you know, after, after school, you know, what you, you know, your career and stuff like that. So that, that was a great, that was probably the best. answer. I asked that every interview, that was probably the best answer I've gotten. Thank you for, for that. All right. My last question. If you could spend a day with one person, who would it be? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> putting me on the spot here. Um, I'm thinking. I think it would have to be Paige Buchers thinking basketball standpoint, because I just feel like she's so like not just because she's good at basketball, but like she wants to like inspire other kids to like be good mm -hmm. too and like. I feel like she's not very, like, she's not the type of person to be like, I'm so good, even though she is, but she kind of just is, like, very humble, and I feel like a good person, so it would be really cool to meet her. I want to meet her, too. Oh. Yeah, she seems really cool. <laughs> um, all right. My last question, um, what advice would you give your younger self or younger, you know, kids that, you know, five, six years old, seven years old? Um, I'm thinking just like, even if you feel like, hey, I can't make a shot or I can't do anything, just keep working at it because it's not, once you work at something, it's not going to get worse. It can only get better. So just like work at anything, whether it be like in the classroom, sport, just like your friendships, just always work on them, always check in on people, like just be a nice person and just always work hard at everything. So good answer. Good answer. All right, Julia, I appreciate you joining us tonight. Thank you so and, much uh, for having me. Yeah, thanks uh, for coming I, on. Actually, I will ask one last I lied to you. That was going to be the last question. So you have Staten Island Academy Sunday? No, we're playing Sunday. We have St. Thomas Aquinas. Oh, St. Tom. Uh, 
Sorry, yeah, I'm, ro 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 my my good hand right. Staten Island Academy is playing Colts Colts night. That's my good hand right. Yeah. Yeah, you, you should have taken an extra English class instead of an extra gym class. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is the keyboard. You don't write anything out anymore. <laughs> Everything's text message and typing emails. Um, so you're playing St. Thomas Aquinas. Are they still top twenty? Are they top twenty? I think they are. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure, sure they are. They're I don't care. A good season, I think. I don't, I don't, I don't care what happens outside the shore, so I don't pay attention yeah. that much. Um, good matchup. Uh, do you, do you think the team keeps the winning ways? I do personally, because with our chemistry, I feel like even like if we're on, especially we'll win, but like our chemistry has been so good lately. I just feel like we're bound to win. So I'm just looking at the good outcome. I think we will. Excellent. That's what I want to hear. I want a clean sweep of short teams. So. I agree. All right, Julia, thank you for joining us tonight, and good luck the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Good luck Have the rest of the way. Bye. Bye. Take care. Thank you. Okay. All right, thank you, Julia, for joining us. Yeah, it was a good, yeah, good, good kid. Yeah, smart kid. Yes, you know. Yeah. I only spoke to her for like two minutes yesterday when I dropped off the gift card, but great personality. You can just tell, yeah. you know, she had great personality there. Competitor, so, tough competitor. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, I uh, just got, hang on one second. YouTube. I hit something. The Madison game went off. It's the only game on YouTube. Um. So, how many games did you go to this week? I only went to one. I went to. Well, I went to the Manchester Trinity game last Friday. I guess if that counts for this week. Yeah. Um, and then I watched the uh, Rumson. RBC game. I streamed that. Mm -hmm. I went to the uh, Shore Toms River South game, and then I streamed part of the uh, RBC Homedale game yesterday. So I watched mm -hmm. a lot this week. Madison Liberty tied at seven. Yeah. Okay. Well, Madison Liberty up. Liberty up eight to seven. <laughs> Better take a screenshot. <laughs> um. So I, I was at. It's the only game I saw this week. Sorry, I had a lot of personal things going on the last two weeks. Um, RBR and Colts Neck got to see got to see Josie Munson make her Shore Conference debut. Um, impressive. Thought she forced it a little bit early on. You know, hasn't hasn't played a competitive game in you know how long. So, but after she settled down, RBR looked very good and. What to me stood out was their defense. You know, he was able to change some things up, and their defense was really tough, especially in the first half. Um, Iris looked very good. You know, she finished with six assists. She should have had probably like 15. Um, a lot of easy shots missed and stuff. So, that, you know, they're going to start moving up moving up the rankings. You know, Colts Neck came out cold. Um and, you know, you come out cold and strong defense. And then once RBR got their offense going, you know, it was led by Iris and Josie. You know, Cameron, it was Cameron's first game back to off a sprained ankle. Um, so once they get those three involved and, you know, um, Holloway involved, they, they're going to be, they're not going to be a team's, teams want to face in the short conference tournament. Yeah. So. Um, Josie is not eligible for states, which is gonna stink. But 
uh, I don't understand the rulings. Did of they, that. they still have that rule? If you haven't played a certain amount of games, you can't play I don't. States? I don't understand why they're banning her from states and they made her sit out 30 days. Yeah, right. Like, What's the, if you're going to sit out? Just, I mean, yeah. So, you know, they should have let her. Again, let's 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 hurt the student athlete. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's, that's all you hurt. You only hurt. You only hurt yeah. the kid. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so why are you taught? You know, the Trin the Trinity Manchester. That was a pretty good game, right? It was a pretty good game. Uh, it was pretty close throughout the whole game, and then Trinity kind of pulled away at the end, free throws. Um, but Trinity controlled the pace most of the game. Uh, mm -hmm. They they kind of um, got Manchester to play, and Manchester likes to play fast. Trinity got them to play at their speed. Manchester, I've seen them play a bunch of times this year. I mean, obviously, it's where I live. Um, but they make the same mistakes every game. It's just, it's like watching the same bad turnovers early, uh, sloppy defense. And, I mean, listen, I'll say it because I don't care, but, like, their defense is really bad at times, like atrocious yeah. at times. They let people go right to the basket untouched. That's and been the MO though for a couple seasons. For a couple of years. I mean, listen, yeah. I lived through it for four years. It's uh I mean, I guess I don't know if they still think Destiny's gonna be there to erase shots <laughs> at the end, but she's not there, you know. Like you you gotta play better defense. And and it's not everybody, but you know, as a team, as a whole, you gotta play better defense than that. You can't let Nina get to the basket. I mean, you know who's gonna beat you on that team, right? Yeah. Nick, yeah. Nick, if I asked you two people on the team, who's gonna beat you? Nina and uh, Do uh, uh Haven. Right. Okay. So the two only two people that score in double figures, Nina's 26. I mean, yeah. no, she's walking to the basket. Nobody's guarding her. Yeah. I, it, you know, it's just, you, you can't, if you know the people on the team that, that are going to beat you and you don't lock them down, it's, it's your, if you lose, that's, it's on you. I mean, there's no other way around it, but. Um, Especially when you, you have a score, uh, what did Quigley have that game? 29 and you right, right. Yeah. and you have girls that can equal them you got three yeah. girls that can score yeah but if you're gonna if you're gonna score you gotta stop them <laughs> 30 and give up 20 what's it then really yeah. it, it, watch. I don't know. It, yeah. it's frustrating watching them i'm sure it's frustrating for the coach and and but you know they they really are gonna have to buckle down come short conference time because they can score yeah. but you can't it, you i mean obviously you can't score 49 and give up 60 but really as an individual yeah. you go, you want to score more than you're giving up but you know that being said uh you know trinity's a good team it's the first time i got to see them this year uh but they're inconsistent little inconsistent uh mm -hmm. offensively they, they really they buckle down on defense which is good but um not very deep and that's okay. i think might be their their issue but uh i know i think Paige Janicki still hurt. I, she, I don't know if she's out for the season. Okay. Um, but she didn't play. She was in street clothes. Uh, so that was a good game. Then the RBC RFH game, and obviously that was the game, you know, everybody was looking looking to. Yeah. Um, RBC size was just too much. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, listen, it's the first time – I've seen Allie Coleman play a bunch of times. It was the first time she showed me the ability – when she got doubled and tripled in the post to kick it out to the open girl. Uh, like, you know, listen, and sometimes I see her play. Sometimes she puts the ball on the floor too much. She kept it high. She kicked it back out. RBC was making shots. Rumson stayed in the game, um, you know, relying on the three. And they were hitting the three late in the first quarter into the second quarter. Unfortunately, they 
went cold at the worst time in the game. Okay. The last three or four minutes. Um, but again, RBC, I don't like the way RBC finished that game. They, they were up seven and they're taking bad shots. I mean, early, there's no shot clock, but obviously I want to say early in the shot clock, two or three passes and they're taking shots. Um, they missed three front ends of one and one at the end of the game. And they're going to really, without just, they're going to have to really clean that up. Um, you know, I don't know if Justine's going to be back for the short conference tournament or not. And they have enough talent to still make it to the final or, or you know, yeah. I'm not going to say win it because I don't think they're going to beat St. John Vianney. Yeah, no but, um, but you got to clean that stuff up. You got to make your one-on-ones. You got to, you know. That, that they, was, yeah. Their foul shooting was the same same issue two seasons ago. You know, they, um. The second St. Rose game, they let them back in towards the end, you know, the end because they missed a, a bunch of foul shots. And uh, uh, the Madison, the Ma- the Madison game at Madison um, two years ago, they, they you know, Madison started fouling and they you know, they kept get, they getting closer and closer because because they weren't converting the foul shots. And I think I even you know, I think I might have even tweeted that because I wasn't doing you know we weren't doing podcasts then. I said, you know, their foul shooting is going you know, to hurt them come postseason. And, you know, this season early on, you know, their foul shooting has been very good, the games I've I've been to. So hopefully that was just a one-off, their and, foul shooting, missing no front ends. The other thing that I thought, you know, they were sloppy with their ball handling in that Rumson game. <clears throat> but they played Holmdale yesterday, mm-hmm. and they did clean – they made five or six foul shots in the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't have as many turnovers. So – I mean, obviously, we know Joe's a good coach. He's going to, you know, work on the things he thinks they need to work on. And and they did clean some of that stuff up yesterday and played a much better all-around game against Holmdale. Um, did you watch any of the – you watched some of the Middletown South, Jackson? I had it on, and it kept coming in and out, so I, I kind of just gave up on it. Yeah, there's something wrong with Middletown South's stream with the with that network, the – because first of all, the time's usually wrong. The, the score's always wrong on there. Like I can't even watch it. You know. You uh, know I would they, say the scores are wrong unless their JV team won ninety four to thirty eight. I mean, I <laughs> they I should be playing St. John like, Vianney then. Oh my gosh, seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, their scores always. I, I don't know. I don't know if a light bulb's out. You know, one, whatever. But um. And then um, the the only other game I did, I went to the Shore Tom's River South game. Okay. Um. I didn't get a chance to see either team play yet this year, so I wanted to head over there. Um, and it's the first time I got to see Riley Drejos play in, in person, and and she's very impressive. Uh, like we, you talk about all the time, and Will talked about last week, she's just a team player. Like, she mm-hmm. thinks team first, and mm-hmm. he has to fight with her to be a little more selfish, you know, selfish. But uh, you could see that. Like, she, she started off um, – it wasn't a very good game in the first quarter – and then she started to take over, and she finished with, like, monster stats. But what impressed me the most at the end of the game is she easily could have had 30 points. She had 24. I think she finished 24. But she gave at the end of the game, she gave up two passes to a girl on the team that hadn't scored yet. So and she easily could have just taken it to the basket. But mm-hmm. she, she made a conscious effort to get this girl involved who hadn't scored yet. And the girl finished with four points off two of her assists. Uh, so to me, I mean, that's – that's the definition of a basketball player. Um, you know, you know what stats you can get, but you're going to help your team and you're going to help girls. And you're going to build their confidence. I mean, that's that. 
to me, that was very impressive on her part and uh, a very mature player. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know, the one game I was at, she was jumping up and down when one of her teammates hit a three-pointer. So that just tells you the excitement she gets when her team gets involved. Uh, one team I want to I want to bring up, you know, looks like Marlboro is getting back on the, the winning track. You know, they, they beat Middletown South, which uh, Middletown South was able to, you know, beat them earlier this season. And, you know, they beat, they beat Trinity. Um, you know, those are, you know, we said earlier season they had, you know, they got the three-headed monster, you know, with uh, Danny, um, Erica, and Sam. And, you know, yeah. and and uh, Castro had a pretty big game. Uh, yeah. You know, um, so, so if they could get going, you know, watch out, you know, might have been just one of those teams that start off the season really slow, and you know another team to watch out for if they keep playing that way come short conference tournament time. I gave I gave the schedule kind of a quick glance. It's either today or tomorrow. I think they had a pretty good game. Um, they, they have. I don't remember. They who have it is. Notre. They have Notre Dame tomorrow. All right, that's a good one. And I think did they play tonight? Maybe not. But um, I know they have a good conference game coming up or division game coming up. Um, so, yeah, it's good to see them get back on track. And that's another team, yeah, like you said, you, it's not a team you want to see come short conference because their seeding is not going to be great. No. Uh, no. And so if, if they're around an eight or nine, I mean – They might I mean, even be a little low. Yeah. Yeah. Correct, right. So, you know, if you're a team three, four, and five, you really don't want to see them in the uh, Sweet 16 or, or eight. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, 23 to eight, end of the first <laughs> – well, it was eight seven. So, yes, uh, St. Rose Ocean tied fourteen fourteen. End of the first. That's going to be a good one. I'm interested to see. Yes, the with that one. you know Rosie being out and uh, Ramos is out. Uh, I think uh, concussion uh, protocol. Um, yeah, that's going to be a, cl- a close game. Um, I want we'll go through the coaches uh, coaches choice. Yeah, yeah make some predictions. Sure. Yeah, we'll do some predictions. We'll we'll do Saturday. We'll just go game by game. You know, first one, uh, Ewing and St. Rose. Uh, you know, if St. Rose was full, you know, full roster, I would go St. Rose. But you know, I think, you know, Ewing still. I think they're still in the top twenty. Um, I, I yeah, I've seen Ewing play. I saw them play at the OBM before they had to drop out because of COVID issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've won some big games. I, I'm not sure I'd take St. Rose even if they were at full strength. Okay. Um, very, very athletic team. A lot of girls that can score on Ewing. Very long, athletic. Um, so, and yeah, which, I mean, unfortunately, St. Rose isn't at full strength. So, it's I don't think it's going to be that great of a game. But I, I do think Ewing will, will win that one. The next game is the Notre Dame-Marlboro game. Uh, I saw Notre Dame play once. Uh well coached, very tough team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Marlboro though, because uh, you know Marlboro does have more talent uh, on the floor, and uh, you know they're starting to ride high. So I would go with Marlboro with that one. I'll, I'll go with you on that one. Uh, next one, Long Island Lutheran and Donovan. Uh, I let, we uh, we had the pleasure of playing at, at, at I say we Manchester a couple years ago at Coach's Choice. Um, Playing Lou High and uh, Celeste Taylor and okay. um, the girl that the big girl that went to um, Trenton Catholic is now playing. Oh, uh, Del Rosario. Del Rosario. Um, 
and that they're always a tough team. I don't think Rich Slater coaches there anymore. I think no, I don't they have a new so, coach. Yeah. He was he always had that team prepared, but still they're they beat Madison. They beat Madison earlier. Yep. Yep. Uh it's gonna be a tough test for Donovan. Um it, I don't know. I I, I want to pick Donovan, um, but I think it's gonna be a real tough task, tall order for them. Uh it'll be close though. I think it'll be close, but I think Long Island Luther will probably pull that one out. I agree. I agree with you. Um the last game for Saturday is Staten Island Academy and Colts Neck. Um, uh, Staten Island Academy, Academy was able to beat Rainey. Um, you know, to me, Rainey is be, you know better than Colts Neck. So uh, you know, don't know much. I know Staten Island Academy has a really good point guard, uh, Olivia Sch Schmidt. I think her name is um, a sophomore. Uh, so I'm going to go with you know Staten Island Academy. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you on that one too. So move over to Sunday. A lot of good matchups Sunday. Uh, first game, Morris Catholic home down. You know, right off the bat, you know that that's going to be a very competitive game. Um, you know, I'm going to go with my I'm going to go with the short team. So I uh, I'll go with the short team also because I know Morris Catholic has a bunch of good guards. Yeah, um, the two sisters, the twin but sisters. But I do think. I do think Holmdel just all around is, is a better team. And uh, yeah. listen, it'll be a good – there's more Morris Catholic, I believe, still in the top 20. So yeah, um, that'll be a nice win for Holmdel. I, I think they'll – at home, good – always have nice to have that advantage. But, yeah, I think Holmdel will win that one. The next game is St. Thomas Aquinas and Rumson. Um, you know, Rumson's – you know, they're the team that, you know, teams want to try to avoid right now. So yeah. that that's going to be a tough game. You know, I don't know much at all, though, about St. Thomas Aquinas, so I'm going with the short team just by default. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I think uh, they're a pretty tough team, uh, well-coached, obviously. Um, but uh, I'll go with Rumson also. I'd like to see them continue their hot streak and uh, pick up a nice win in the state. Next game, my favorite team, Paul the Six against Madison. Mine too. <laughs> against too. against Madison. Uh, uh yeah. Um I think Madison just has too many weapons. I I will pick Madison. I hope Madison wins. I like Madison's team. I like Madison's parents. I hope they win 113 to 40. <laughs> um so who do you put on Hannah? How how do you Georgia. do Georgia? Georgia. I, I, I would the start with Georgia, and the length yeah. the length will bother her. And uh, Sarah McShay, I, I would probably put Mary Donnelly on her. Um, and, you know, let your two best defenders go after two best players. That, that's the way I would do it. But, but Lisa also has a good bench. She can keep switching people off and on. So, um, yeah. Madison's a deeper team. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm going to go mask one 113 to 40. Yes, I'm going to mask one. The only thing I worry about, you know, Hannah's speed, you know, Hannah's very fast, but going off what, how Paul the Sixers played this season, they seem teams that are good, they they like to hold the ball, so the speed might not be a factor. Yeah, so. it might not be a factor, right. So, uh, halftime, St. Rose is up 31 22. I'm getting tagged in updates, so that's why. Um, but yes, go Swan. Um, 
a game that, you know, Justine being out has probably lost some of its luster, but, you know, Rutgers Prep and RBC, um, you know, you know, top, you know, two top five teams in the state. Mm-hmm. Right? Is RBC still top five? I don't know. I don't pay I, really, I think they're number five. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Three, four, so, um, uh, you know, you know, Joel have them ready, you know, for, for that game. It's just, um, you know, I think Rutgers Prep's the only team that's going to be able to give St. John Vianney a game, so I'm probably going to go with Rutgers Prep. Uh, I will go with Rutgers Prep also. If Justine's there, maybe uh, a different story. But yes, I think, yes, totally different. Uh, I think Rutgers Prep just has too much. Uh, they're they can play fast if they want. They can control the tempo if they want. Um, I think they're just going to wear RBC down, and uh, yeah. Rutgers Prep, I think, in that one. And the game of the night, maybe the year, Saddle River Day in St. John Vianney. I just uh, – I kind of wish it was Rutgers Prep in St. John Vianney. But well, they're playing at the end of the year. Yeah. They're playing at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to go St. John Vianney. Uh, I don't – I honestly don't think – I don't think any team matches up with St. John Vianney very well. Um, I just think, I, I mean, listen, Saddle River Day is what two in the state, so yeah. it's one one and two. Yeah. But I think the gap between one and two is pretty, pretty big. So I, I think, uh, I think Vianney will win. I hope it's a good game, um, but I think, I think Vianney wins that one. I think between the fifteen and twenty point mark, St. John. Vianney. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think. I think I think the difference might be uh, Megan, you know, because mm-hmm. Sour River does not have height, you know, where right. Rutgers Prep does have some has some length. So and she's she's been playing. Uh, I mean, I only haven't gotten to see them, but judging by who I was talking to some people and and uh, box score, she's she's been playing pretty well the last couple of games. So um, she's a if she can complement the two guards. That's yeah, it's more just more weapons for Danny. So. Yeah. All right, let's do uh, division players of the week. Let me figure this out here. Share. There we go. All right, here we go. Um, I think we only have two um, two differences. This yeah, week. this was a this was a pretty weird week. A lot of teams only had one game this yeah, week. Yeah, a, a uh, lot of teams playing tonight too. Yeah, yeah. I so this I mean, for our week, it counts Fridays count for next week. So um, we can't go by what happens today. But, um, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll let you uh, lead the way. I'll just do the difference. My difference was A Central and B North. Okay. So we'll start A North. Yeah. Um, I I guess we both have Sam Slopkis from Marlboro. Uh, They had a couple big wins, Middletown South and Trinity this week. Like we said, they're on a roll, and she's been playing really well. 17 against Middletown South and 11 against Trinity. So uh, one of the big three on the team, and if they can keep rolling, that'll be sad news for some other opponents. Yeah, yeah. I got to look at the standings. I wonder if there's any way they could uh, probably need – Middletown South already beat Howell twice, so – Right. I don't think they'll be able to catch them for the division. Wait, was Howell playing Marlboro? Maybe that was the game I saw. Oh, yeah, I think they – because I saw the yeah. boys game on the stream, so maybe the, yeah, uh, Howell's at – Yeah, that was the, the game. Group. So that should, 
Should be a pretty good one. Yeah, I'll get an update on that. I don't um, A Central, I went with Allie Carmen from RBC. Um, aside from the numbers, I know she put up 20 last night and uh, having to do more with Justine out of the game, but the game against RFH when she was passing out of the post, uh, getting double and triple teamed, still found a way to score nine points, but was setting up her teammates passing out of the post. And I thought that was really good to see. Um, and I know you have... Uh, I have Nina. Here, so. Yeah, I have Nina from Trinity. You know, she had a big game against Manchester. Only nine against Matawan, but I'm sure she didn't play that much against Matawan. And then, uh, you know, she had 18, in unfortunately, in a, unfortunately, in a losing effort to Marlboro. But, you know... Uh, you know, team started out a little slow, and she's you know she came back from her injury, and you know got that team back on onto the winning track. So just a big difference maker there. Uh, a South, we both went with Jackie Benvenuto from Towns River North. Uh, she's been putting up numbers all year, uh, rebounding. You know, rebounding, probably averaging about 11, 12 rebounds a game. Um, but this week she had twelve and ten against Southern, twelve and twelve against Brick Memorial. So another piece of that puzzle at Towns River North that, you know, everybody focuses on Chia and Julia. Mm -hmm. um, but Jackie's that sneaky player. She, she's on the floor all the time. She does the dirty work for that team. So, uh -huh. uh, you know, I've always said, I tell her all the time, and I always say I, I love the way she plays basketball. Um, she'll be the first to tell you that she probably needs to finish better at the rim. Yep. Um, yep. But if she, she, I mean, if she finds a way to finish consistently at the rim, there's, I don't think there's any reason why she can't be a 16 and 10, 16 and 11 player. So. No, absolutely. And she gives 110% all the time, no matter where the ball is on the court. She's true. Um, yeah. So. And then uh, B North, I guess we had a difference here too. Yeah. I, uh, I went with Zoe Brooks from St. John Vianney. Um, 23, seven rebounds, four assists against Blair, tough Blair team. Yep. Um, and then they had two conference games, 14-2, four steals against Colts Neck, and then 12 points, two rebounds, two assists, two blocks against Milltown North. So just another solid week for Zoe. Before I do mine, 50-12 to 12 halftime. Oh, we got to change these divisions, short conference. Are, here's, are you going to watch the second half? No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Short conference, what are we doing? Uh, I went with Iris uh, RBR. Um, she she only had seven against Freelboro, but how much did she probably play against Freelboro? But and and five rebounds and um, I think five steals. Uh, what impressed me was yesterday, you know, eighteen points, six assists. You know, she and like I said earlier, she should have had more. You know, they just didn't didn't finish yet. Um, her passing was very good. She was knocking down the three-pointer, um, and you know she was getting getting to the hoop. Getting she was getting fouled, and she's a very good foul shooter. Um, so you know I think with Josie being there, it's just going to open her up even more, and I think her numbers are going to even be better. And if she continues passing the bat like that, uh, Cameron and Holloway are going to be the beneficiaries as well. Um, yeah, I I, I agree. Um... I think I don't know if, if Tiny was the one that tweeted out, but I was thinking with Josie and Iris now. I mean, Holloway and she's just gonna the middle's just gonna open wide up for her. So 
uh, look for her to have some big numbers yeah. coming down the stretch too. And I have to say, Josie is very aggressive going to the hoop. Very mm -hmm. aggressive. That's what I got out of that, the first game. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, all those misses, you know, when they, you know, they're going to start to cave on her. You know, if she puts the shot up and misses, Cameron and Holloway are going to be <laughs> right there just putting back those offensive rebounds. So, uh, B South, we both went with Amaya Bray from Manchester. Uh, not the leading scorer on the team, but um, the one kid I can say in, in the Trinity game that, that was playing tough defense, she's always – we talked to Julia about the things she – she said she needs to improve her off-the-ball defense. And that's one thing that Amaya really excels at, her off-the-ball defense, her, her court vision. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of – I see her and uh, Olivia Conroy as probably the two best off-the-ball defenders. They see things, they anticipate passes – they mm -hmm. step in passing lanes. So she's not always going to have the most points on the on the team, and that's okay because she'll put up eight to ten rebounds a game. She'll have three or four assists. Um, this week she had 12 and 8 against Trinity. Pineland, she had 18 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, four steals, and three blocks. But the big thing was Manchester went man-to-man -man first half, and she held Bridget Dudas to three points. Mm -hmm. They went zone the second half. Bridget hit a couple shots. Um but that's, again, we talk about knowing who your opponent is, knowing who, who can beat you on the other team, and yeah. Amaya locked her down. And then she finished with 19 points, nine rebounds, five assists, and two steals against Brick. So that was a really good week for her. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that's uh, – congratulations to her. Uh, B Central, we both went with Raquel Godetti, and I think it's – we both picked her a couple times this year. Yeah. Um, as we say that, you know, different people step up for Randy all the time, but Raquel seems to be the steady, the constant, uh, always there with a, uh, you know, good stat line. 10 versus Hudson, 20 versus Keensburg, 7 versus Asbury, and 17 against Keyport. Unfortunately, none of those teams are any good. Uh, but, you know, can only play who they put in front of you, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know people might criticize this, but, I mean, Coach Lenny, she did a great job filling in the rest, you know, every other game, you know, outside division, every game's a tough game for them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. she, you know, she recognized that. And um, I know they want out of that division, you know, they yeah. they, they, uh, they, yeah. they want out of that division. And, uh, and you know what? Raquel's done well against those out of division yeah. teams also. So it's not just in the division. You know, she's been playing well all year. So. And they got Cherokee tomorrow. Big game. Big game for that. Him. That should be a 32 to 28 grind it out, <laughs> you know, slugfest. Uh, I was yeah, given, I mean, that, that'll be great test for Randy. I was given, uh, yesterday when I dropped off the gift card to Sarah, I was giving her to, you know, you just got to stay focused and don't let their, uh, you know, they're very well disciplined, Cherokee. They're not yep. gonna, they're don't not gonna stop. Sleep. They are not gonna come out of their game no matter what. Nope. Don't lull you to sleep and, and, um, and then finally, C North, back-to-back -back weeks, both of us picked Jen Farah from Point Burrow. I mean, she's starting to heat up. And they were – I don't know what their record was at some point during the season. I know there were a couple of games below 500. But I think they're 8-9 and nine now or 9-8. and eight. They're right around the 500 mark. Uh, and they're playing really well. So Jen had 21 against Ocean and 21 against Liberty this week. So – I know you have another announcement to make as far as the Broad Street Doe Company. Yeah. Hey, I'm just pulling up Point Borough right now. Just yeah. see. 
I think they're eight and nine. I, I'm almost oh, positive. They're five and eight. No, oh, no, six and eight. They're, they're six and eight. Six and eight. Okay. All right. Six. But so they're close, yeah. they started off two. They won their first two, lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They lost seven out of their next eight after they won yeah. the two. Um, and they've won three out of the last four. The only loss out of the last four has been Manuswan, which Manuswan, right. not many teams are beaten anyway. Right. So, yes, uh, our Broad Street Doe player of the week is Jen Farah. Um, you know, she's back-to-back strong weeks. Um, want to re- recognize her. You know, she's, you know, her strong play has helped turn around, you know, and have got, gotten uh, Point Borough close to 500. Um, let, me, let me look at the rest of the schedule here. They have St. Rose, Manalpin, Monmouth, Toms River South, Brick, Point Beach, Central Regional, all, all. So, okay, so let's say we take St. Rose out of that equation. Get, name the next, what are the next ones? Manalpin, Monmouth. Okay, that should be a win. Should be a win. Monmouth, Monmouth is okay. 500 this season. That right. would be a good game, but yep. that, it, it's a winnable game. Yep. Toms River South, winnable. Winnable. Brick, winnable. Winnable. Point Beach, winnable. Yep. And Central Regional, winnable. Central Regional that's might be their toughest game in that group. <laughs> that's uh, that's a great way to end the season there. They, they could yeah, sneak okay. above the 500 mark. Hey, so. Imagine going into states with one, two, three, four, five, six straight wins after you started off the season like that? Let's say they win four out of seven. So that puts them at, yeah. you know, 10 and 11. I mean, they, yeah. they want to get over that 500 mark, but um, say they could win five out of seven easily, yeah. six out of seven goes yeah. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Jen, uh, congratulations on being the Broad yeah, Street Dove Player of the Week. Uh, great athlete, multi sport, could do, you know, whatever, you know, could probably play anything she, 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 she wants. Probably be on uh, the powerlifting team, too. Yes, yes. You know, great soccer player. Um, could probably could play quarterback. Um, I wonder does she does does she do any does she do lacrosse? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I know because she uh, her mom brought up uh, when they did the, the flag football, right? Uh, um, because Point Beach did not have it. Uh, hang on, my computers. There we go. Sorry. All right, let's uh, wrap up with the top top ten. A little, a little changes in the back yeah. end of the top ten. All right, I'll let you go first. Uh, one SJV, two RBC, three Squan, four Donovan. Those four have been pretty consistent up top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rumson at five. Uh, lost to lost to RBC, but um, you know. I'm not sure they would say they played their best game that day. They, mm-hmm. they shot well until the fourth quarter. Um, but I, I think they're they're still playing very well enough to, to be in the five spot. Holmdale and six, same thing. Played RBC pretty well. And uh, so I'm not going to ding them too much. Randy at seven. Tom's River North at eight. Jackson, nice win over Middletown South yesterday. I know we touched on that before. And then I have... Lacey entering the top 10 at number 10, seven wins in a row for them. So, um, hope they can keep it going, but they, they are, they got a solid, solid team there. You know, they got some height, um, you know, Riley 
Giordano um, mm-hmm. runs the point very Maddie solid. Bell playing big inside, said some yeah. good weeks. Yeah. Yes. Um, I you know SJV RBC mask on Donovan uh, left rainy where it was. Uh, uh, Rumson still same spot. Uh, Holmdale same spot. Uh, Tom's River North. I moved up a couple spots. Um, uh, Jackson Memorial, Tom's River North really didn't. Did they have any tough games this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were supposed to play Mainland tomorrow, but that got canceled. That would have been oh, that would have been a really good uh, yeah. gauge for states that Mainland mm-hmm. Mainland game. Um, Jackson Memorial, you know, rewarded them for you know they took care of business yesterday. Um, so whenever they get that date for the rematch with Tom's River North. Obviously, I know me and you will probably both be there. Yeah, and St. Rose, I dropped one just because Jackson Memorial had a more impressive win this week. Um, but you know, St. Rose, you know, they only had one game they're playing right now, they're winning. So, but uh, you know, Lacey on the bubble, quite a few teams on the bubble. Um, Middletown South still right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm just going through it right now, Colts Neck. Colts Neck, you know, RBR is going to eventually, you know, move up. Uh, Jackson Memorial. Tom's are East above 500. Yeah, they're starting to play play well. And, uh, you know, Marlboro is probably going to be, you know, you know they're going to be right yeah. they're, they're going to be right there, you know, towards the end of the season. That's why I wanted to pull up Marlboro's schedule the rest of the season. My internet's so slow here. They only scored four points in the first two minutes. That's good. Um, Notre Dame, back to back Long Branch. But Marlboro has Saddle River Day. Okay. 2.22. That is their hardest game. That they, Every other game is winnable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know anything about Old Tappany? No. Uh, yeah. I think they're from just above the. Uh... Equator in New York, so yeah, yeah, that's their last game, regular season game of the year. So, so um, yeah, it's gonna be uh, interesting, uh, you know, next couple of weeks, and then uh, yeah. you know, getting short down con- to the nitty gritty for short conference. Yeah, yeah. So once short conference starts, the eleventh, I think, right? No, when's the seating? Now the seating is the thirteenth, I think. Is this? I'm oh, not hundred percent sure on that. Sixteenth, maybe. No, I think um, the first. Sure game, I think the first game is. Uh, hang on, I'm pulling it up. I thought I saw somebody sent me their schedule. I think their first game is the sixteenth. Okay, all right. So the seating is probably the either twelfth or the thirteenth. Thirteenth, right? So we'll so, uh, so we're not. <laughs> we're planning on having Brian on <laughs> the eleventh. We're not going to be. The seating is not going to be out. Well, maybe we could do we, a uh, a special Monday edition of the uh, giving. Yeah, I'll, I'll get. I'll see pre, a pre short conference. Uh, yeah, go through the predictions and all that well, stuff. I wonder if he'll be there in the seating meeting. Usually, APP's there. At the seating, I think APP's okay. there. So I don't know if Brian will be there. So I'll find out for him. But yeah, we'll work that okay. out. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have special guest uh, Brian. I don't want to butcher his last name. You know, I'm not even gonna attempt that one. Sorry. From NJ.com, we're going to do a little 
show conference tournament preview with Brian as soon as the seedings come out. So, um, and next Friday uh, we'll have Aria on from Jackson Liberty. So I know she's been she's looking forward to getting on. So uh, a little preview to what to expect next next Friday, and uh, good you know good luck to all the short teams tomorrow. Yeah, and Sunday. Good luck. And Sunday. Bring bring it home. So yeah. Anything else? No. Is that it? No. Yeah. Thank you to Julia for coming on with us today, and uh, you know continued success to her for the rest of the season. Yes. Yes. Uh, she she's having a. Uh, a very good season, very good season at Rumson. It helped turn turn that team around. You know, and and it's all those names we mentioned: the uh, the Millers, the High Dukes, the Month. Uh, she's yeah. she's gonna have her name right up there yeah, in that exactly. list when she get, leaves that school. So she is. Um, you know, the younger kids that are coming up, watch her because oh, yeah. she's a competitor. She's a worker. Yeah. She so don't stop. You can learn a lot from her. Yes. So, yes. So thank you, Julia, for joining us uh, a l- little bit. A little bit last minute, but, um, you know, somebody we wanted to get on, you know, especially with the turnaround Rumson had on. So, so thank you. And, uh, yeah, everyone have a good night. Yeah, take care.